What's going on, people? It's your boy Kelechi, and we're back with another episode of Rambling My Podcast. Before we get into anything today, I just want to say thank you to each and every single one of y'all that checked in on this podcast. Every single person that's listening right now, I appreciate y'all. I appreciate those who are new, and I appreciate those who are returning. It means a lot to me to just know that people are coming back to listen to this and people are sharing the podcast. And on the note of sharing, if there's anyone you think can benefit from this podcast, please share it with them. Let them join in the fun. Don't keep it to just yourself. Let other people know about them. Let them get some of this information as well. It can benefit so many people to learn about these things. But yeah, and also, if you got a second or two, I would appreciate if you listen to this podcast on not Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts where you can leave a review. Please go on anchor.fm, search for The Rambling Mind, and just leave a review over there. There will be a link in the show notes. And just leave a review and tell me what you're liking about the podcast, what you're not liking about the podcast. It just it will mean a lot to me to just know and hear feedback from, from those who are listening. And I, it would, it just, it would, I would just appreciate it. But anyway, let's get right into it. This week is going to be a little... I said this week. I mean, today, this podcast is going to be a little bit different from the ones I've been doing. Just like last week when I had to go out of town for work. And the man's got to pay the bills. I have to do the same thing this week as well. So I'm not going to be able to do a regular podcast updating you on what's going on in the world of business. What's going on in the world of politics. Not in the whole political sphere, but what's going on with some big name politics that affects the business sphere. And just general interesting news that attains to like tech information and stuff like that. I'm not going to be able to do that this week. Because I'm out of town. So I decided to do what I did last week. Which is share a little bit of some sports information. Because there are some people out there. Who don't keep up with sports. But would like to know what's going on with sports. And would like to be able to have those discussions with. Whether it's their co-workers or their friends who are super into sports. Or their classmates who are into sports. And just be able to go back and forth with them. With the information that I'm able to provide. And so I thought it would be a great idea to use one of my favorite pastimes, one of my pleasures is watching sports and playing sports and just share that information with everybody so they can take whatever I give you. It's free of charge. You know, you can take it. You can take it as your own. You can use it as your own opinions, use it as your own ideas and all that good stuff and just share it with other people and make it yours. Everything we talk about on this podcast, it's not supposed to be hidden. It's not supposed to be kept to yourself. It's to be shared and to be elaborated to other people. So we'll get right into it. So last week was the Champions League return and Real Madrid, well, Real Madrid, as we've been talking about it, Real Madrid this year are just not playing that well. They're just not doing what is expected of them to do even after signing Hazard and signing Luca I forget his last name but even after signing all these big names over the summer they're still not that good they're just not playing as well as they should over over last week they almost lost the club Bruges they were down 2-0 and it took them till the 85th minute to tie the game back up which one of those goals technically should have been offside even as a Real Madrid fan and seeing the goal that Sergio Ramos scored, he should have been offside. That goal should not have counted. But it's just ridiculous that Real Madrid is in this position where they're losing to a club that has no business being in a game with Real Madrid. Like, to understand why that's such a big difference, it would be like in college athletes. It would basically be like if in the NBA, the the Golden State Warriors, when they were a super team, lost to 
the Sixers, when the Sixers didn't have Joel Embiid and didn't have those guys when they were when they started being good. Or just like losing to a team that's just horrible. Like, not that Club Bruges is horrible, but it's just different standards. Like, it's Real Madrid. It's Real Madrid. They spent hundreds of millions of dollars, if not almost close to billions of dollars on the things they have for that team. Where Club Bruges is a team that's just kind of learning its way. But the good news about that game was the fact that it was a Nigerian dude who scored both goals for Club Bruges, and he did <laughs> he did a, a Ronaldo celebration just to <laughs> just basically trolling the entire Madrid stadium. So it was great. It was great for him. It was great for Club Bruges, and you could see it in the way that they were celebrating after they tied that game, where Real Madrid was just look, had a face of depression on them and had like, how did this just happen to us? And it's just what keeps happening with Real Madrid. Nobody exactly knows what's going on there. However, over the weekend, they did recover and beat Granada 4-2 in La Liga. And Real Madrid has been doing pretty well in La Liga for the most part, but in Champions League, they have not, just not been doing that well. And overall, I can't even say that Real Madrid are going to keep doing well in La Liga because all of a sudden now, Barcelona, who has been sucking, has all of a sudden started rounding out into form. They, in Champions League, they beat um, Inter Milan. They beat them 2-1. It was a great game. Uh, Suarez had a beautiful goal. If you have some time, go look it up. It was so beautiful. And then on the other side of things, they came back in La Liga and did what we know. We, they did what we know they can do, which is destroy Sevilla 4-0. Like it was such a beatdown. Like this, Barcelona looks like they are finally rounding out into form. And everybody was like, oh, it's Sevilla. I don't think like Sevilla is supposed no Sevilla is Sevilla like come on now they may have been top of La Liga for a few weeks but they don't they don't compare to Barcelona Barcelona is still Barcelona yes they've been sucking of late but they are Barcelona and now they're, it looks like they're rounding out into form and I don't see how Real Madrid can compete against Barcelona right now and this is coming from a Real Madrid fan just to give you an idea of just how bad it is for Real Madrid right now I don't think they're gonna be able to hold the st the spot in La Liga as the number one it may last for a couple of weeks but once they start playing against Barcelona again I don't think it's gonna last that long but anyway moving on from there we're gonna go right into some more games that happened during Champions League and this this result this result was ridiculous everyone was like what exactly is going on and that's the Bayern versus Tottenham game where Bayern absolutely destroyed Tottenham 7-2 like, when I say destroyed, I literally mean destroyed Tottenham 7-2. to Like, Tottenham didn't even have a chance. Like, the game started off, Tottenham got a goal, and everything was like, okay, cool, Tottenham is going to try and do something. But then Bar uh, Bayern was just like, we Bayern. We know what we're doing. We know how we play. We know how we want to play. And they just dominated. They just did what they needed to do, handle the business. And this is just, and the thing for Tottenham, it wasn't even like, okay, we got smacked in Champions League. Let's go back to Premier League and actually do what we needed to do. Well, Tottenham lost to Brighton to a team in the Premier League called Brighton. And they, they didn't just lose. They didn't, it wasn't even like how bad Real Madrid actually tied. Like at least Real Madrid tied in their game. Tottenham lost. They didn't just lose. They got smashed 3-0. They got dominated. So much so that like, they didn't have a shot on target until the 80th minute. This is Tottenham that has players like uh, Harry Kane, that has players like Son, that has players like Ericsson, 
that have all these good Lucas Mora, that have all these players on their team, and they couldn't even get a shot on target until the 80th minute of the game. It just was like, it was so mind-boggling. And these situations, it's not just now that Tottenham has had problems. Throughout this entire season, they've been able to squeak by in some games, and some games they've lost because they've just had this whole season. It's just been a weird funk going on around Tottenham with a lot of issues going on there, whether it's the players not wanting to listen to the coach, whether it's players that wanted out of the team who wanted to leave the team and weren't able to get the transfer they wanted during the summer, and so now they're just stinking it up for whatever reason. Or, I don't, we, nobody exactly knows what's going on in Tottenham. It's just a bad feng shui, bad everything going on right now. And it's might cost uh, Pochettino, who's the coach of Tottenham, his job. Because it just doesn't look like he has control over the team anymore. And that's the number one thing you need. As like You just have to have control of your team to do what you ask them to do on the field. And right now, it doesn't even look like they're listening to him. And it's, it, it, it's looking like it might cost him his job because it's just not good. It's just not good. But you know, if, if, if Tottenham wants to fire Pochettino, Pochettino, please just go to Man U and fix the situation going on in Man U. Because they have a coach over there that I don't think knows what, his, what he's doing. He's just, I don't think he knows what he's doing. And that's another one we're going to talk about, which is Man U pooping the bed again against AZ something. I don't even know the name of the team. That's how bad it was. Like, it's not even a known team at all. It's not even a team that, okay, okay, well, you know, we know where. No, I don't even know what country the team they played against in, in Europa League. They just suck. Man, you just sucks. And then over the weekend, they lose to Newcastle. Let me explain something. Newcastle is one of the worst teams in the Premier League. Like, literally, they are in 19th place. And to put that in perspective, there's only 20 positions in the entire Premier League that you can possibly have. 20. And Man United went to go and lose to a team that is 19th. 19th. A team that every other team in the entire Premier League that is good just smashes. They're like, oh, oh, it's Newcastle we have on our schedule? Oh, that's 3-0. Easy. Every other team does that. They're just like, oh, yeah, that's an easy win. Man U shows up and loses to this team. Like, I don't even understand what's going on with Man United, which is why I'm no longer a fan of Man United. I'm jumping off that bandwagon. And I am running onto the Chelsea bandwagon, especially after what they did in the Champions League, winning 3-1, and then also, not just winning against anything, they beat Lille 3-1, which is a big French team. But you know, French teams are kind of not that big. But anyway, they won 3-1, and then they came back and followed up that performance over the weekend by winning 3-0, or was it 4-1? It was 4-1. Winning 4-1 over the weekend, and they just look good. Chelsea just looks so much fun, especially, and also another reason why I have to be a Chelsea fan is because they have so many Nigerian players starting. They have Tammy Abraham up front, and they have, uh, what's my guy's name in the back? Tomori. Uh, Tamori, or, uh, hey, she didn't get me. What's this guy's name? Oh, I forget his first name, but anyway, they have some Nigerians on the squad. So, you know, you have to root for every Nigerian player. It's like every time I watch Leicester City play, all I'm saying is, okay, did he score goal? Did he score goal for us? Like, that's, that's what I want to see when I watch these teams. So, I'm no longer a Man U fan. They suck too bad this year. They're just doing nonsense. I don't understand what's going on with the team. They have a bunch of injuries. I understand that. But it doesn't make any sense that they should be this bad. They should be losing this. They haven't, in the last, I believe it's in the last 12 games they've only won twice that is ridiculous in the last 12 or 15 games they've only won twice 
That is unimaginable for a team of Man United stature who has the resources to be able to get any player, literally they can get any player they want. And they have for the most part gotten any player they want. And for them to be this bad, it just makes no sense. And then on the other hand, on the flip side of the coin, with Chelsea who have young players as well, they have really young players, but you can see what Lampard is doing for that team. Where he's able to get more out of the team. Where he's able to get them to play in different ways. Play in different formations. Play in different styles. Depending on who the opponent is. So they can have a chance to win. We're not seeing that with Man U. We saw Chelsea go toe to toe. And lose in the last minute against Liverpool. Who is probably going to win Premier League. If they keep playing really well. And that's another topic. But they went toe to toe against Liverpool. And almost won that game. And now... We don't see that with Man U. If Man U goes up against Liverpool, they're going to get smashed. Where Chelsea, they have young players, but they are looking like a team that's going to finish in top four. And Man U is not even going to sniff anywhere near the top four as far as things are right now. Unless they make some drastic changes or something happens. Because it just, it just can't happen like this with Man U. And I keep talking about Man U, which means that I'm still a Man U fan. So, you know, it's a sad, sad reality to be a Man U fan. Man, I just hate life as it is right now. But anyway, moving on from there, we'll talk, we'll, just to drop a few notes, Liverpool extended their winning streak to 16 straight games. They haven't lost in 16 matches in the Premier League, which is crazy to think about. It's like the longest streak in all of history. It's just like, how are they able to just keep winning every single game that they play? They always find a way to win. Man City lost. I'm always happy when Man City loses. They lost the Wolves, but it's not the end of the world. Every once in a while... You will lose. No matter how well you play, you can't possibly lose a game. So I'm just hoping that this year Liverpool wins Premier League and they just keep on putting that gap between them and um, between them and uh, Man City and just be able to win the Premier League. But anyway, for the rest of this week, the international break is back, which is unfortunate. I don't want international break. It's just like ah, I. I'm just missing Premier League already. It's just so sad. It's just so sad. Anyway, moving on from soccer, let's move into some basketball news. Basketball season is almost here, man. I'm so excited. I'm so ready for the basketball season. We're seeing some preseason games, and it gets you all the way amped up just to see some new-look teams and just to see how they will play this year, like, and the amount of storylines that are going to be happening this season, whether it's in Houston with James Harden and Russell Westbrook, how dynamic is that duo going to be this year? Or will Houston be able to do something better than they've been doing all the three years that have made it to the conference? finals would they be able to make it to the conference finals with the team that they have this year i think they probably will and i think they might even have the number one seed but then again there are the lakers there with ad and lebron would they be able to hold up the title at the end of the day because that di- those two are just too good as they are and then they even have a big three if you're adding kuzma that team is just going to be stacked and then the biggest thing that i noticed when i was watching the lakers is just how big the lakers are i don't think people realize yet just how big and long the lakers are at every position so that's something that we're going to be watching for the clippers how is Kawhi and pg going to play together is pg going to be able to come back at 100 percent? he had two surgeries on both of his shoulders he's going to be able to come back at 100 percent and they're going to be able to play well together how is the clippers going to look this season are they going to be able to beat the lakers and take over golden state with the, the fact that they no longer have kevin durant Durant, they're no longer a super team. Is uh, Steph Curry going to win MVP? 
MVP and put the team on his back like he did in the past before KD got there? Or how is D'Lo going to play with Steph Curry? How is he going to fit in with the whole system? Uh, how is Klay Thompson going to come back later on in the year? There's so many storylines. There's so much to look forward to. And then you have Giannis, my favorite player right now, and the Bucks. Are they going to be able to make that title push? Is Giannis going to end up staying with the Bucks after the season? Is Giannis going to have a jump shot this year to be able to space the floor more for his team? And then you have Philly and, and Sixers. Is Joel Embiid going to be healthy for an entire season? Or is Ben Simmons going to be able to shoot the ball? Like, these are the questions that we have about that team. And then the new look Boston. Is Boston going to be able to compete in the East? Is they going to be able to go against Giannis? Is it going to be able to go against the Sixers? Or even just thinking about the Nets with KD, who is going to be hurt for this entire year. They're not going to play him. But how is Kyrie going to be able to lead his team? Is, is Kyrie going to have the same situation he had last year with Boston, where he was a Debbie Downer the entire season and just bringing everybody down? Or is he going to be a better teammate? Is he going to be able to help those young players who are on that team and are they going to be able to play well i think people are sleeping on the nets with karis lavert and i forget the other guy uh dun levy like that team looks like they're going to be they're going to do something but we don't know what exactly is going to be so these are the questions we have so there's so many storylines that i'm just excited to see how it plays out this year it's, it's just so exciting i was talking to my boy niche and we we're just talking about how we we're just so excited about the nba season he's so excited he's He's actually watching preseason games. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not just, I'm never going to watch preseason games. I can't do it. I cannot do it. Preseason games, go and sit down somewhere. I am not watching it. I cannot do it. No, but I am excited for the season. I said I'm not watching it, but I'll still watch the highlights though. I'll be watching those highlights with preseason games, but it's just fun. It's just fun and interesting to just look forward to the new season. But apart from all the positive stuff, you know, I can't get away from business. It's impossible. There was just a little article I was reading earlier today, and it was mentioning how there was a, a tweet from GM uh, of the Rockets, or GM of Houston Rockets, Daryl Morey, where he tweeted out and said in support of the protesters in Hong Kong, because the NBA does have preseason games in China. And if you know anything about doing business in China, everything is done through the government of China. Like you can't just do one on one business with anybody in China for the most part, because the Chinese government does have like almost sovereign sovereignty over all the businesses in there. So you can't just do one on one businesses. So there was a huge backlash that came out of that. Um, a bunch of sponsors of the NBA from China kind of dropped their sponsorships or said they were putting it on pause until future notice uh, uh, because he said he's in support of the protesters in China. So it's just it's just something that shows just how the Chinese government controls and kind of has their hands in everything in China and just shows how business is going to be have to be done. Businesses have to treat China in a different way than they do the rest of the world, even though they may not agree with what the government does, because at the end of the day, dollar money speaks and money talks. They can say all they want about how they're for the people and other stuff. But at the end of the day, money talks. And we've seen it in so many different companies where even Apple had to cancel apps that was being put up to show protesters where a protesters protesters where to meet up and how to meet up and all that kind of stuff. Apple had to block those apps and remove it from the app store. So it's just these kind of things where we're seeing how it's affecting different companies in different ways. And it's just something to note. I, you know, it's hard for me not to talk about business in one shape or form. And I just thought it was interesting and something that 
you just keep looking forward to it. There might be, there were supposed to be some preseason games in China. I think they're still going to go happen, which was the Lakers were supposed to be playing, playing some preseason games in China. So we'll just, we'll see how that's going to play out with the whole, with the Daryl Morris situation and how the NBA response response to that and if they support Daryl Morey or if they back off and we're like oh we're sorry we don't actually da, 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 and all that stuff because the NBA unlike any other league if there's one thing I love about the NBA is the way the commissioner of the NBA puts on for everyone and it puts on for a black a lot of black people he was one of the first in fact he's I, I believe he's still the only commissioner who has stood up in support of his players when they want to make some kind of uh social justice uh uh movement or something like that they want to speak out concerning somebody or they want to speak out and do something because of something that's going on in the community the nba is probably the only place where i've seen where they're actively pushing for that or when colin kaepernick was doing the whole kneeling situation and the nba all came together and they came up with a plan for how they were going to support social justice uh, social injustices and stuff like that and how they were going to push the movement forward the nba is one of the few platforms so it's going to be interesting how they respond to the human humanitarian crisis to a degree that's going on in, in hong kong and how they actually will will uh if they will pull back like every other company has been doing or if they will stand up and do what they've always done which is stand up for the small man who can stand up for himself so it's gonna be interesting to see how that plays out but moving on from that let's talk about some nfl football and i'm gonna talk about my favorite team which is the ravens and how they just seem how lamar jackson on the ravens who is the quarterback has seemed to regress to the norm he has seemed to regress to the way he was playing last year which is basically he, he's not passing the ball well He's throwing a bunch of interceptions and he's having to rely more and more on his foot, on his legs than he is having to rely on throwing the football. He started off the season so well. He started off hot. Everybody was hyping him up and everything. And then uh, he started off season hot because he was playing some pretty bad teams. And then now he's regressed back to the norm. I don't like what I'm seeing. Back to back games where he's throwing two, two or more interceptions. It's not helping the defense. It's not helping the running game. It's not helping anything. It's just. The Ravens just are not looking like they're firing on all cylinders. They did win this weekend, but it's one of those wins that bring up more concerns that make you confident about where the team is. Um, but anyway, and then of, of course, we got to talk about the boy Mahomes, who is probably going to be the MVP of this season because he's a beast. But Mahomes did what Mahomes does. He played, he played pretty well, but then he just, he got hurt and then he couldn't move as much. And then it really showed the holes that Kansas City uh, that the Kansas City Chiefs have in their offense when Mahomes cannot move and get out of the pocket and do the things that he does where he can't do all his scramble drills that he loves to do it just showed that the, how much the Kansas City Chiefs have not been doing a lot of good job of protecting Mahomes and if they don't if they don't take it if they don't do what they need to do he's not going to be able to last he's already hurt his ankle and hopefully he doesn't get any worse than that because I love watching that dude play he does some of the most ridiculous think about when steph curry in the nba was making them um, half court shots and everybody was like what the why are you oh he made the shot mahomes is doing stuff like that in the nfl like my guy is throwing passes from platforms that is just impossible like things that should not be humanly possible my guy is doing that on the field it's just like he's doing no look passes like he's playing basketball but he's playing football like think about throwing down the field no look pass like just ridiculous like the dude is just ridiculous but if the kansas city chiefs don't do what they need to do 
he's not going to be able to be upright for them to be able to keep doing what he needs to do. Breaking news that happened today, Redskins fired their head coach, Jay Gruden, because they started out 0-5 and literally they didn't have anything that made them look like, well, this is an exciting team to watch because there are one of two ways you can be a team. You can either be a team that's chasing championships or you can be a team that gives your fans excitement, even though you may be losing games, but give your fans excitement. For example, the New York Giants suck, but they're giving their fans excitement and that's what fans want. Fans want something to watch. Fans want something that makes them at least be able to root for you. Just kind of like what I'm talking about with Man United. Man United sucks. There's nothing that, and there's no fan that even wants to watch that team. There's nothing to be excited about as on that team. It's not like when Chelsea first started the season and they lost 4-0 to Man U. And it was like, well, they're young. There were some exciting moments and stuff like that. And it made fans more interested and wanted to know more about Chelsea. No, it's nothing like that. This season and it is not like that for Man U at all. It's like they started out. They won one game and then they've sucked ever since. It's just they just suck. They just don't know what they're doing. They just suck. So anyway, anyway, let's, sorry, I'm going back to talk about Man U again because you know. Anyway, moving on from there, we'll talk about some college football and there is some shakeup in the top ten of college football. Auburn played Florida and Auburn did what Auburn does every once in a while. They sucked. They sucked real bad against Florida. They lost. They got kind of got smashed in that game. And well, they, I think they're out of the top 10 now and Florida has moved up in the ranking. So the new ranking goes Bama because you know, Bama is Bama. Bama does what Bama does, but they didn't play this week actually, but it goes Bama, Clemson, Georgia and Ohio State are actually tied at third and then LSU. And these teams, I mean, first of all, of those three teams, Georgia, Bama and LSU are still going to play one another. And so, and plus, they're still going to have to play Auburn and a bunch of other teams. So the SEC teams kind of end up kicking each other out of the top five position and kicking each other out of it. But we'll see how the season progresses. So far, LSU, Georgia, Oklahoma, and Ohio State just look good. Like, they look like world beaters right now. But we'll see how that plays out. And this weekend, the big game is going to be... Uh, LSU versus Florida. So that's going to be a really good game this weekend. Bama plays uh, Texas A&M, which shouldn't be a big deal for them. They should dominate. But the biggest game this weekend that you guys should be looking forward to and should be watching is LSU versus Florida. And that's going to be something to watch watching. Because for the first time in all of history, LSU has a quarterback that can throw the ball and they have an offense that can do damage. Like, I mean, they're scoring like 40 plus points every game almost. Like, they're just, they're killing it. They're killing it right now. So it'd be good to see them against a very good opponent like Florida who also has a great defense. But anyway, I hope y'all have enjoyed some of the stuff that I talked about. I know I rambled a lot. I know I complained a lot about Man U. I know. But I hope y'all got something out of this. I hope y'all enjoyed this different podcast than from the norm and i hope y'all are able to steal some of the stuff that i talked about and share it with other people and take these opinions as your own it's cool except for if you're talking with me because then i'll know you listen to my podcast and then i'll be very appreciative of it but nevertheless it's been your boy kelechi thank you for listening to the rambling mind podcast leave a review on anchor.fm if you're able to get on anchor.fm or leave a review on google podcast apple podcast or um think those are the only two ones but yeah so leave a review on those platforms i appreciate y'all god bless y'all peace